Welcome back, world, to this particular program that we celebrate and participate in Mm -hmm. weekly. I am uh, Harriet Winslow. And I am Mary Church Terrell. And this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Thank you once again for joining us. Clocking in this evening, how are you uh, feeling? It's Creed 3 weekend. Um, I don't know why I said that. It's just maybe it matters to you. Well, I I would I want to support that movie, but not by watching it. <laughs> I don't just think, buy tickets. Yeah. I don't think I need to see it though. Like I've also just never been interested in boxing. It's not a sport that I love it. fascinates. <laughs> Yes, you do. And honestly, that tracks. We know how you feel about violence. So, um, boxing is like the first, like, and only sport that I was always like, I connect with this mm-hmm. from you. Yeah. Um, and you know, like, in the eras of like the Evander Holyfields and the Mike Tysons and all that stuff and Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, why do I have a pack of Mike Spites right now? Right here. <laughs> Mike, the Mike Tyson edibles. <laughs> and they really are in the shape of an ear that has been bitten. <laughs> I know I'm part of the problem, but I saw them in the dispensary and I had to have them. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just said the name and so. <laughs> There's so many layers. There are. <laughs> I'm going to just, anyway. I don't even, yeah. I'm going to go and see yeah. the film okay. after I watch Scream. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the first two. Um, and as I said, I'm interested mm-hmm. in the third. And I also said it's supposed to be like, I keep saying it's anime inspired. I don't really know how. The Scream movie? No. Oh. Three. Oh. oh, that makes less sense. You know, Michael B. Jordan likes anime. And I think, you know, he'd like directed this or something. So Yeah. Okay. So there's some anime and in influence and elements. We'll see. I'm gonna go watch it. It's doing really well at the box office, so good for that. Of course. Um What about you? How is I'm I'm basically the same as last week. How are you feeling? Same as last week. I um have moved around my bed oh rearrange things okay and sometimes i get out of it and i go into the living room work progress (laughs) and sometimes i go downstairs this is groundbreaking i get the mail (laughs) and um no i went hiking last uh this past week oh yeah i saw you on instagram i was Deeply confused. You're not exactly, you know, outdoorsy, but it is nice to go outside and be part of nature and commune with the great beyond or whatever the fuck, all that hippie shit. Yeah, it was lovely when it was lovely, and it was rough when it was rough. (laughs) Yeah, you you went up like a mountain? Various mountains. Mm, Yeah, love that about California. That's so fun. You know, new things. Good. And um, new shapes. What? Okay, Black Excellence. This week. All right. Couple of folks. 
First of all, it's Women of the Year time at Time mm-hmm. magazine. That it is. is. That's right. It's uh, Women's History Month. <laughs> I think today's actual is today is International Women's. And we will not when this when you're listening to this people over, but like at time of recording, mm-hmm. International. Yeah, Women's it is Day. March. 8th. So a whole lot of woman stuff going on, um, and so Time Magazine debuted its Women of Year list with twelve different women doing awesome things, including Angela Bassett, uh, Quinta Brunson. Of both of whom we stand over That's regularly right. over here on these parts. As well as Ramla Ali, who's a professional boxer and refugee advocate, mm. Somalian. Um, and Aniel Franco, who's a racial equality minister for Brazil. So oh, um, shout out to all of those people being awesome and gorgeous uh, in Time Magazine. Also, Kiyomi McMiller. Uh, she is the first high schooler to sign a name, image, and likeness deal <laughs> with Jordan. <laughs> <coughs> the athletic brand. Damn. She's the second athlete to do so. This is a high school student, mind you. She's the second second athlete to do so, period, um, after a college basketball player named Kiki Rice. Kiyomi's a five-star point guard from Silver Spring, Maryland, eh? um, but is currently playing for Life Center Academy in Burlington, New Jersey. She was the number six recruit in the class of 2024 and was also named best ball handler by ESPN. <laughs> so congratulations to you. Clearly, your future is bright and yeah. so are your shoes. <laughs> I didn't even know high schoolers were signing NIL deals. God damn. How good do you have to be shouldn't for them? shouldn't be to... surprised. I mean, I you're right. I shouldn't, but I just, I guess I'm blown away by how talented you have to be for brands to notice you while you have not even gone to college yet. Like, damn, you're really mm-hmm. that girl. Congratulations. Um, Speaking of college, lastly, we're going to give Shout out to Jason Arday, who's now the youngest professor at Cambridge University. Mm. Jason was born and raised in South London and diagnosed with autism at three years old. He was unable to read and write until the age of 18. Wow. Jason was told by therapists and career advisors that he'd need to seek care through assisted living, but became determined to prove all of them wrong, which we love. Because mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah. Matriculating to college was not easy, but he earned a bachelor's and two master's degrees before pushing forward to pursue a PhD in education. And on March 6th, Arde will join, oh, well, has joined five other black professors at Cambridge University as a professor of sociology of education. There are 20, it says here there are 23,000 professors in the UK, only 155 are black. What? Bitch. <laughs> now, that's what I'm reading here. <laughs> that's not funny, but what the fuck? <laughs> 23,000 professors in the country and only 155 are black. Bitch, what? <laughs> oh, I would hate to hear America's numbers. Like, I know they're bigger. Obviously, this is a giant country, but... I don't know that our percentages are much better. I would hope, but damn. God damn. I don't know. I don't really want to know. I mean, but we have HBCUs at least. Oh, that's true. I don't know that the UK has any HBCUs. 
So I'm, I'm not sure about yikes, that. Yikes, yikes, Probably yikes. something like that. Um, well, Jason says, my work focuses primarily on how we can open doors to more people from disadvantaged backgrounds to truly democratize higher education. Hopefully, being in a place like Cambridge will provide me with the <laughs> leverage to lead that agenda nationally and globally. So, congratulations Beautiful. to you. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Wow, wow, wow. That's, that is going to stick with me. Yikes. I mean, well... Those are just crazy numbers, but shout out to him for pushing through and working hard regardless two master's degrees <laughs> and a PhD? Uh-uh. No, baby. So, congratulations, professor. All right. Well, let's get to our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops Cocaine Bottom, mm-hmm. directed by Elizabeth Banks. My favorite kind of bottom is cocaine bottoms. It's the story of a wild bottom that's out in the wilderness that eats a bag of cocaine that... <laughs> Mm. Have you not heard of Cocaine Bear? I have. (laughs) I just didn't know where exactly this was going to go. I didn't know how far you was going to take this bottom situation. Um, Okay, so what? All right. (laughs) What indeed? It's going through my tabs. Last week we spoke about um, Chili dating um, Boy Meets World, Matthew Lawrence. Yes. Well, apparently things are going so well that they're trying for children. Uh, according to uh, people or people via Entertainment Tonight, Matthew told uh, the folks over there that the game plan is to work on children. He said, my life is in complete bloom right now. I get to spend time with an amazing woman like Chili. I really wish you would have said Rosanna. Like, I've never gotten to be able to experience that kind of relationship before. She's really, really special. And they, again, look like they should be on, you know, Tiger Beat. Or, um, <laughs> Please with this. <laughs> word up. <laughs> word up. There you go. With your white man, a word up. Um... So, yeah, congratulations to them. They look cute, and they seem to be happy. And Chili has um, publicly gone through niggas. Oh, yeah. Um, Famously. <laughs> much to her avail. Um, you remember when she was on that one show, and she was, like, mm-hmm. going on dates or something, and then was, like, dealing with Floyd Mayweather on the side? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that was the whole show. Like, the entire premise was be Chili's man because she can't find one. While she dates Floyd Mayweather? I don't. And then I think in the end, she just picked Floyd Mayweather, but then they weren't <laughs> together because it was a reality show, and so it was probably just for production We've sake. We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot in this with this with this woman and, and her dating life. And I wonder if she ever tucked him in. All right. Read him. No, I don't think she did. Because I think maybe if she read to him at night, he would have read better aloud anywhere else. I don't think. I don't think that was a a task people spent a lot of time working with him on. But I isn't Chili like fifty three years old? <laughs> Somewhere in there. So right. Matthew Lawrence talking about having a baby with her. I mean, it's not impossible, but why? 
if I was 53, I just really feel like having a baby, a fresh ass child would be the last thing on my list of priorities. Because Chili's kids, doesn't she have kids? And aren't they super grown? Chili has grown kids. Yeah. So I just. I wish you want some more. I mean, maybe she does. Who knows? I just don't. I I can't fathom spending money <clears throat> on this at that age when it's time to chill. But go go for it. Lee, I suppose you meet someone new sometimes and you're like, oh, I'm so in love with you. I want to have a family with you specifically. Right. But I also would like to think that in that era in my life, I meet new dick and I'm like, let's travel. You know, like... How come a family can't include a dog that we can put in a case, maybe? Like, why can't... And then the dog can come with us. A crate? No, no. It, what, whatever you put it in to take it on planes. A crate. A crate. Okay, so that... I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a parent, but... A case. <laughs> whatever you put the little niggas in. Like, I really feel like a pet is as, as far as I'm willing to go. Like, with regard to responsibilities, I can't even keep up with water in these fucking plants. So. Listen, a leaf just fell off of one of mine today and Leaf <laughs> moved it to the center of the living room to shame me. <laughs> Shario came over here and was like, what? You're not doing shit with these plants. <laughs> Link literally dragged the fucking big ass leaf and put it directly in the middle of the room like, like here. Bitch, it's dying. Like, girl, they be all right. They be all right. It's Not water sure in what the you, air. Wait, what's better that you're doing? Get water your own plants. So, I mean, see, and your child, see, your child is shaming you. I don't have time for that. I don't have time yeah, for Yeah, she's disrespectful. <laughs> but I think that that might be specific to mine. Mm-mm, it isn't. <laughs> it isn't. Dogs be You know, so I have lots up. of friends that have dogs, and they're... Their whole tone of their presence <laughs> and the way that they treat their families um, is quite different. Mine is like, I could take your lead users. Mm. Well, you know, children reflect their parents quite frequently. So mm. I don't want to drag you well. <laughs> in the process. But, you know, she might just be displaying the attitude she has been taught at home. So... <laughs> it's fine it may be that you behave the exact same way but you know that going back to these niggas to this yeah i mean god bless them whatever it I is guess. that they seem happy yeah. they don't seem like they're bothering nobody shout out to y'all also looking like a, a page out of word up avril lavigne is dating tiger please with this <laughs> Okay. I don't. I completely forgot about Tiger's existence. That's fair. Um, I live on the West Coast now. Right. So it's a bit harder. And they play his music. I only hear um, Tiger music in California. Here's the thing. So, you know, I don't. This, I feel like, I suppose because of Tiger's blackness. And oh, no. uh, maybe Nig's aversion to Skater Boy. Um, Is that an aversion? I feel like this... niggas love Skater Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the wrong word. The opposite of aversion. The other one. Their, their love Diversion. for it. Their, oh. Skiversion. Oh, yes. 
me ver- reversion. Omnivision. All these words. They they work. They don't have to. Doesn't matter what they mean. <laughs> Just throw them on in there. But yeah, I this is so random to me. Like I guess I just don't even see where these two people would have met or how they could have started connecting. Apparently, she was just engaged last month to somebody else. Some guy in a band or something. And last I heard about Tiger, he was like producing porn or something. So I don't know how this happened either. But I'm so sure they were at a party together and. You know, maybe somebody broke out the ketamine and... Oh, well, that's how you get it started. It's just, you know... Who the fuck is hey. Maud's son? White people be having all kinds of celebrities that I have never heard of. That's none of our business. And it's, I, it's, I didn't even feel like, oh, now I've Googled them. Maud's son? Oh, yeah, that is a white man. Well, this person seemed devastated over the breakup as of last week. Um, and the girlies are saying that Avril Lavigne and Tiger are very, um, they're, they're good friends and that they have simply okay. been hanging out, keeping it cash, but that they're also like kissing in public for people to photograph and like wearing matching outfits to stuff. Yeah. So that doesn't seem super casual to me. It seems pressed. Um, but, you know, things to talk about. <laughs> things to talk about at lunch. These two? <laughs> Listen. Yeah, all right. You know, whatever whatever makes, you, whatever makes y'all happy. The water cooler is not always going to be warm. You know, the water cooler area, it's not always going to be spicy. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> you have... Like so, we're doing our best. Michelle Williams fell at 106 in Park. Sometimes mm, you have like yeah. there was a fight at the Source Awards. Sometimes you have like for whatever reason, Lil Mama felt like going on stage with Alicia Keys and Jay Z. True. Then sometimes you have Avril Lavigne is kissing Tiger. Two people we you know don't keep up with, <laughs> nor give a shit about, but it's happening. And it is in pop culture, so yay for them, I guess. Tyga, I feel like I haven't heard anything from or about him since he broke up with Kylie Jenner or that. I don't even know which direction that went in, but I just remember being grossed out by that whole relationship in the first place because he was grown and she was a teenager. But, you know, whatever. I that's why white people know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> white people and me. <laughs> But good for, you know, good for them, young love or just new beginnings, whatever the fuck. Young. <laughs> um, I don't know. I ain't nothing wrong with this. Yeah, random. But okay, good for y'all. Chicken springing. Um, oh, your favorite show made its return on Friday, March 3rd. Did you listen? Next Level Chef? <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> Why would you play with me? <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> Queen Radio returned on March 3rd no, with brand new. I did not listen. Um, everything. Brand new looks. 
brand new music. Mm, oh, um, I did hear probably that. Probably brand new, brand new sound bites, maybe. Probably not. I don't know. Okay. I don't really listen to it. And all kinds of new information. Um, so, <laughs> I just realized that transition I didn't use. It's fine. I was going to say th- that this also reminded me of, um, this new song also reminded me of when I was in middle school and read, like, gossip magazines. Yeah. Um, it just had a lot of references from when I had homeschool. The- I mean, homeroom. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know this story. <laughs> when did you get pulled out at home school? But uh, I, so are we talking about the song now with the Lumidy sample? If you want to, I don't, I mean, I was just I mean, no, it isn't a record label yeah, thing. It isn't particularly um, noteworthy. I don't think there's a lot, you know, positive to say about the song itself, but um, I didn't hear about this record label thing. I didn't, I did not even know Queen Radio came back on. And if it came on a Friday night, then I was too busy watching Drag Race. So I see how I missed it. But I did, you know, go listen to the song like I typically do when Nikki puts something out and was not impressed. Mm. I like the rappy parts of it. When the beat changes and it becomes more of a na-na singy part of it, then it loses me a little bit. But the sample and the rapping parts, I don't mind. But altogether, I'm like, okay. Um, I thought the Meg line was really lazy. The whole part about... Um, yeah, the Christopher Reeves line. Yeah. The thing about that for me was that I was like, I wonder how many of her like hardcore fans are going to understand the reference. Yeah. Um yeah. and then also it's like <laughs> do you really not fuck with horses or is this just shade thank because you, like the man you. was paralyzed. Thank you. <laughs> like, thank you. Did you see that video of her at Rolling Loud? Yes. So what was she on? I don't know what pill that was. But I don't think she was on anything. Oh, I think no, she was she, just being petty. I I, I did, again. I I saw like a sixty second clip. I've seen a bunch of different clips from Rolling Loud because she was. It may not even have been sixty. She was really out of it. Like I've never seen her look or even sound like that sloppy. Like she was tripping over her words and had them cut the music off, talking about why is it off beat? And everybody's like, girl, the track. Yeah, I saw that part. <laughs> the and track it was is off not off beat. Like it, that's... No, it, it was off beat. Off what beat? Like from the song that I listened that's uploaded to streaming and what I heard in that bit that was playing, it was off beat for sure. Um, but there, she was it was interesting to me that she seemed kind of out of breath and like she for- was forgetting some of the lyrics in the clip that I saw. Yeah. But I didn't take that as her being on something. I took it as just her not really maybe being very present or maybe being thrown off by whatever was being on the stage and being focused on trying to like cement the fact that I'm mm. shaking stallion. It was like, I don't fuck with horses. Yes. Horses, stallions. I said. I don't like horses. You guys get it? (laughs) Horses. One more time, one more time. (laughs) 
I don't. <laughs> it was like, that was the part that I saw. I feel like that is so um, corny. And it, it was like, I felt like I thought she was on something, but because of those clips and because of what I saw afterwards of like her fans. Anyway, anyway, I saw lots of videos of Nikki that night. That made me think she was definitely on something. But either she couldn't remember the words or she was stumbling over them. And she did that corny shit where rappers like break down one line or say it real slow because they want you to get it. But like you said, first of all, most of the crowd at Rolling Loud is like, what, 20 years old? Do you really think they even know who the fuck Christopher Reeves is? They weren't born. They weren't alive in 95 when that shit happened. Like they have no idea. I mean, they can Google it, obviously, but I still found it to be like, Mm-mm. I thought it was interesting because then she also, what else? She, there's like a Kelly Bundy reference in it. There is, um, there's something else that she referenced as well that was like very 90s, early 2000s where I was just like, this is like, it feels like she dusted some of this off that hasn't used it in a while. Maybe it was intended to be throwback. Um, I just didn't think it was good. I really didn't. Like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Are we supposed to believe you were some childhood equestrian and you rode horses regularly and you were just so into horses? No, the song, no, it's just shade. Right, exactly. But it's like, the shade works if the bar actually makes sense. But it doesn't really, like, oh, those 700 horses, when we fixing to leave, but I don't fuck with horses since Christopher Reeves. So, like, so then you don't care about your 750 horsepower car or whatever? Like, what What? What does this mean? No, I mean... <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, like you can't just say... Th- you put these sentences together and then you expect us to not think about what they mean? What the fuck? I, I don't think that it is any more or less nonsensical than a lot of bars today. Um, so I didn't really question, like, my whole thing was when I first, first heard it, my whole first, like, I chuckled because, like, it shocked me a little bit. Because I'm just like, that white man was confined (laughs) to a wheelchair. And he's dead now. So it's like, do you really not fuck with horses like in real life? Because some people really are afraid of horses. So I was like, maybe this is Nicki Minaj lore. Like maybe she really <laughs> don't like horses. But because you- that would make it a little less like fucked up. But no, I just think it was shade and like, all right. I mean, whatever. I think it was obviously supposed to be shade. I just think she didn't think it through. She just wanted to throw the line in there to be shady and get under Megan's skin and didn't bother yeah, nobody with Megan. No, but see, I do. I do. I deeply care I mean, about like, what I mean, like her, like sense. her fan base. No, I know they a, don't. And a lot, I would also say a lot of younger hip hop fans. Probably not. Because that doesn't, that is, again, it is not any out, any more outside, outside the bounds of sense than what I hear most of these other rap niggas say. I, I wouldn't, so, I don't argue that, but I don't even listen to whatever them little niggas are talking about. I couldn't even name. That's fair too. The popular rap like, niggas of the, of the day. I can't tell you who them little children are. And I also, I think sometimes, okay, I'm going to sort of contradict myself a little bit. Oh, okay, fun. Love that for me. Well, not what I was, I'm not contradicting what I was about to say, but I'm going to contradict myself in what I'm about to say now. (laughs) A, I think that I hold 
I kind of hold women at a higher standard mm. than men lyrically. But I think that's because the business kind of makes it so that a lot of the not so much now, but for most of hip hop's a lifetime, I would say, up until the past couple of years, I think that for in order for a, a woman in rap to make it into our eyesight, they had to be like five, ten, fifteen, twenty times. Oh yeah, more interesting, talented, um, yep, whatever than their male counterparts. So. I kind of a lot of times, especially someone like a Nicki Minaj, I can understand you being like, well, I don't listen to the rest of them niggas. But as someone like a Nicki Minaj, who's differently able when it comes to rap. That's not, I didn't mean it like that. I love I it. I mean, she's just this capable of like. <laughs> I know exactly what you meant. But you see, that's clever. That That is actually smart and funny. Whereas this. Uh, I don't fuck with her since Christopher Reese. If that was true, then why did you do the song with Megan? That was after 1995. Girl. I know. It's my fault for thinking about it. (laughs) That, no. (laughs) It's my fault for thinking about it. I'm not even getting into the weeds of that. I don't think either one of them wanted to do that song. But that's uh, that's like a whole separate thing. Um, But... What I was saying that was going to contradict as well, I think that I hold a lot of girls at a higher um, standard. I think that women should be allowed to... (laughs) I I said this the other day, too. I think that women should be allowed to suck just as much as successful men suck. Sure. (laughs) You know what I mean? Especially in art. That's why I don't do too much on, on... I was going to say a name, but I would just say with the younger. I'm talking about Glorilla next. Oh, okay. Well, I was talking about Ice Spice, but I don't. I don't give the young girls too much because I'm talking about her after y'all that. are because I feel like y'all deserve to be here and take up as much space. But like, I don't. I and now that we're talking about it, I don't even think I listen to male rappers that much. Period. So I don't think I even hold women to a different standard as much as I just am completely clocked out from what the niggas are doing anyway. It's not interesting. It's not. It's not interesting. They don't really try and they don't really have to try. Yes. And the problem is that like a lot of it bleeds together so much that like you really have to wade through a lot of ridiculous like shallow muck to get to something that is like worthless good that's not a like music in general but it's like a lot of the directions that niggas will point you in oh listen to this it's like girl what the fuck this isn't what yeah so everybody is not gonna like kendrick lamar i get that and i'm not asking for that but i am asking if you're gonna take the time out on stage to highlight this one bar and act like it was really the shit I am going to ask that you actually pick a bar that is clever if you're going to do I mean, that. She does that all the time. This was not so clever. It, was just, it just wasn't. It just. I don't. I don't think it was supposed to be. <laughs> it's not that I don't think that it was supposed to be. I don't think that it matters to anyone besides people who yeah, genuinely. Yeah, anyone who cared. Anyone who like matters. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Is seeking like substance and like <laughs> uh, the bargain you was fighting and I love that for them 
I'm not really like, I'm not. Well, I'm just, this, uh, <laughs> like, it's just, I think the overall landscape. Okay. I love landscape. Is so like, eh, right now. Yeah. And there aren't really anybody, there's not really many people at the gate going, hey. And then the people who are at the gate saying, hey, are saying <laughs> to people who are like not doing nothing to nobody and yeah. are actually really, really talented. And then letting whoever the fuck... It's just weird. The whole thing is very political and strange. It doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. And so it's always going to lead to situations like this. And it's like, uh, the song in itself, sure. I don't even really... I'm not really sure why it's a single. It sounds like it should be a song that appears on the album um, and <clears throat> maybe becomes a fan favorite or something. But I wouldn't have taken a break off of a song, especially a song that went number one and broke records for you and all that other stuff and followed it up with this personally. And that's saying, mm-hmm. as someone who likes like half of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Okay. Rap is weird mm-hmm. right now. I'm just listening to this, like weird, niche, kitschy. Mm-hmm stuff that I feel like maybe they'll be at Coachella or something and then like old shit that I've listened to my whole life yeah I'm still listening to Renaissance and um (laughs) I mean as far as just rap goes yeah I think I mean honestly right now I'm not listening to much other than Renaissance and and classical music to you know relax my nerves Excuse me. Which, okay, it actually is very soothing. You'll be surprised at how much it can affect your mood to just turn on, you know, some instruments. But I want to feel like I'm Bridgerton. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm not talking about Taylor Swift remixes, like classical versions of fucking Taylor Swift songs. But I, I agree. Like women are allowed to be trash just like niggas are allowed to be trash but if i hear it and it's trash i'm gonna call it that and i no, have i'm not saying this. that you, <laughs> and i happen to dislike it should. greatly i'm not saying that you shouldn't <laughs> i'm not saying that i disagree with you i'm just saying none of it gags me um okay when it's like, oh, she's got a new song, she's dropping a new song, Nikki's dropping a new song, it's like, oh my goodness, an opportunity to like have a new song by Nikki that I'm really, really like. And I like it. I mean, I listen to it and I'm like, all right, this is hip hop today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, okay. I'm just, just, that's what and here we are. I'm doing with it. I'm just like, every now and then somebody puts something out and I'm like, oh, I really, really fuck with this. Um, And a lot of the rest of it is just hip hop today. And then some of it's just awful. <laughs> So, the majority. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, okay. like, none of it gags me. The antics, the <laughs> we see each delivery, other. none of it. It's just like. We see each other. Um, But she's also dropping a, a release. Releasing? Dropping? No. She's has a record label. She signed uh, at least one, two, three, four artists. For whatever reason, won't say what the record label is called yet. I think she, there's going to be another Queen Radio, and she'll do it then or whatever. And then also has an album on the way. Okay. Um, but Good as far as Minaj goes, she still interests me musically, so I'll be listening. Um, I probably always will play whatever Nikki comes out just to hear it for myself because I do have a lot of respect for the career she has built. I just feel like. 
things have taken a turn and not in a positive direction. <laughs> She's made some decisions over the extremely questionable decisions, especially like not just musically, but related to the way she treats these girls who are 20 plus years younger than she is. I just find it to be. You know, it's it's really giving the same thing that she said. Lil' Kim was given, like, mad that... So, and I'm not going to get into whether that was true or whatever else, but the whole issue of, like, the people who came before me not really wanting to give me my props or feeling threatened or whatever else, it just seems like she does that frequently. So, but okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Nikki. You know, yay. Or whatever. <sighs> Um, so I don't know what the fuck is on Glorilla. I don't know if it's like a a root, if somebody, if she's got some bad juju on her or what. Yeah. Is that offensive now? I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> you mean like that word, bad, the phrase bad juju? I have no idea because mm, I don't know. The, probably I don't know the roots of it, so I don't. I don't know what exactly where that came from, but I, I mean, I'm sure it's attached to voodoo, which is not inherently bad. Listen, or, I don't even think it's like whatever. Creoles, Glorilla, if we offended you, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just interested if it's like a thing that bothers people now. Who knows? Great episode today. We're having a blast. Are you okay? Girl, if they call me about this laundry one more time, sis, get off of my line. And I'm sure it's the set. Is that why your phone keeps getting paused? Yes. Because <laughs> they keep calling And the thing you. is, somebody already told them, going to be recorded, going to be in the middle of something, just drop off. The... <laughs> anyway, I sound. Do you want me to All tell right. Dwayne to take this out or no? Are you good? I'm fine. Okay. We're good, Chiana. Breathe. Yeah. Let's keep talking about Glorilla. This was actually a very sad story, though. Poor thing. No, this is awful. Yeah. But it's like, she goes out at one point, people throw water at her. Yeah. She goes (laughs) out another time, she loses, like, her wig or some shit while crowd surfing or something like that. Mm-hmm. They take her wig off. And then didn't somebody like take her wig and then put it on? <gasps> well, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> I'm not making this up. She she had a show. She like jumped in the crowd. Somebody had uh, somehow got hold of her wig, took it home with them. And then I think installed it and like showed it off. Oh TikTok, my God. Jail. Which is <laughs> so gross go to jail because you know they didn't wash that wig first either like they wanted to say that glorilla's you know sweat glands or whatever are oh, oh y'all are weird oh what's going on i i could not tell you but it is a fucking epidemic out here with y'all being strange well Unfortunately, this last incident wasn't as simple as, you know, drops of water or a missing wig. Two people, unfortunately, lost their lives uh, at a concert in Rochester. Uh, Several other people were injured after a crowd of people at a concert for Glorilla trampled on each other trying to exit the venue of the show. There were reports that it could have been a response to gunfire 
but the police are saying that there was no evidence to confirm that anybody fired a gun anywhere and that they're looking into what did they say looking into contributing factors including crowd size shots fired and pepper spray oh like maybe Um, somebody sprayed pepper spray so people started running I, I maybe damn I, I, that's what I assumed uh based on the way that this is worded which is kind of weird how but, sad um you know unfortunately like I said two individuals uh were killed because of this a 33 year old Rondesia uh Belton um and a woman named Brandy Miller I believe 33 and 35 years old. Damn. Um, this is like really scary because it's like mm-hmm. <clears throat> you go to a show, you're just having a fun night out. Man. Especially 35, you probably, you know, worked your ass off and said, let me treat myself to go here exactly. at Club Nigga Free <laughs> and are expecting to be able to do so safely. And even outside of something like shooting or whatever, like you could literally lose your life or be severely injured be without crowd control. Yeah. Or, you know, that type of thing. It's like, girl, nobody wants to be able, nobody wants to go and see one of their favorite artists or even just, you know, you might be someone like I've been interested in being who's going to be like, I'm going to start just going to concerts for fun mm-hmm. and like hear more live performances fun. besides yeah. just Beyonce. <laughs> right. um, it's a good idea. <laughs> but, you know, you don't want to have to worry like, am I going to be safe here? Are people going to like act right? And it's just really, un- it's also a really unfortunate position to put so many people in people who work really hard mm-hmm. at putting the shows together, whether it's the people on the venue or people who are producing the tour, the artists themselves becomes the face of this whole thing. Right. Um, and they are expected to um take a certain level of responsibility for these types of things. Um, especially the con- the way that crowds conduct themselves during the show. This sounds like it happened after the show ended, but Yeah. It's just unfortunate and it's like you want to hope that people, regardless of what artist or what, you know, establishment will conduct themselves in a way where people will be, people can just go home and be safe and talk about the night they had. Literally that. Like, I just. You know what? What? They are calling you about this laundry again. Put your phone on D&D. What what about your laundry? They want you to come pick it up? No, they want me to know that the person is here with my laundry and they want to just get approval to let them upstairs to drop it off. Oh, well then. But it's like, and this is why, like, I'm, and I'm on go now. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. This is such a first world problem. It is. This is is rich people problems. (laughs) So I'm disgusted with myself. (laughs) But at the same time, they it. were like, but we said ahead of time, like, this is mm-hmm, going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, just let them up. Mm-hmm. I feel you. So it's your doorman. That's. Yes. Oh, damn. That's worse. I thought it was the laundry people getting on your nerves. 
And he did this last week. I'm sure it's the same nigga because he did this last <laughs> week when I ordered food. And I said, it's going to come when I'm working. Just let it up. And called twice when we were recording. And I picked up. <laughs> you did? How did I miss this? I did. <laughs> I picked up. What did you go? Was it during the ad? I don't remember, oh, but I did pick break. up, and I was like, "Please, just let them up. Please, 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 just let them up. Okay. I have to go." Yeah, and I felt bad afterwards, but I was like, "I have to get off of the phone, yeah. and you keep calling me, and I want to make sure that I get my food because after this, I'm gonna be hungry." <laughs> right. <sighs> anyway, the there are people dying we, here. No, it, listen. True, there are people dying, but we're allowed to talk about the things that get on our nerves or inconvenience us. The doorman is not a volunteer. It is his, That's literally his job. And if my doorman called me when I said, don't call me because I'm going to be working, I would have a big ass attitude. So It's the fact that it's work. It's the fact that it's yes, work. Yes, it's the fact that I'm like, trying. And what we're doing is recording a fucking show. Like, <laughs> I can't this. I can't just stop and go answer the fucking phone because you decided to ring me Or up. the door. Like, right. Or the door. If somebody... Like, even the laundry is not going to make it into the no, building. No, it's, it's going like, to sit right there. Like, he has to just leave it either down there <laughs> right. or at the door. You calling me three times about yeah, this makes no, no sense. Yeah, no, I would have an attitude. I would have an attitude. Because I but, told y'all niggas. Because I told y'all niggas. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, yeah, so rest in peace to those people. That's a very sad story, and... I hate to hear it. I hope they figure out what exactly happened there because that is truly tragic. Here we are talking about somebody's dead That's okay. children. That's okay. And now I'm bitching about my laundry not making up here because Dorma. I am, you're I not. am no, you're walking not. You're about to lie. Phil. You are lying right now. <laughs> you are not that at all. Okay, so let's get back to Ice Spice. The girlies are saying Kanye was right because his child is on TikTok with this Chucky Finster wig on and baby fat. (laughs) (coughs) Doing what? She in her mood, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Acting a smooshy. I really don't know. Like, (laughs) apparently Ice Spices is her best or her favorite artist or something like that. Okay. (laughs) Kimberly Jean brought Isis down to the... (laughs) Not you, no. Kimberly Jane Kim Ann brought uh, Isis down to the house to um, you know dance in her velour suit Mm -hmm. with uh, with North and her friends Um, they seemed really excited about it and I guess since then uh, North has evolved (laughs) North said I'm an adult now They got her chains to match and a oh, little gray wig. Okay. And she's just on the TikTok page she shares with her mom, um, dancing and singing along to Ice Spice with her friends. And so... This sounds like every you know, other 10-year-old girl. <laughs> um, Kanye, you know, spoke very openly, maybe last year or whenever, about how he didn't want her on TikTok. And that her mama is taunting him by having her on TikTok singing specific songs, and mm-hmm. you know the left, <laughs> the left is is I don't know destroying the youth for children. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Okay. 
Okay. This sounds like a co-parenting problem. <laughs> have you seen a video? Have you seen the video? I saw the video of, of Ice Spice at Noise House with the friends. Bopping. Did you see the one with her with I the wig saw on? The, I saw the wig. I, my only question was, is that her actual wig or did she buy a wig? Like, is that <laughs> Ice Spice's? Because it might have been Ice Spice's Ice Spice real wig. her that wig. And she was like, hey, girl, I brought an extra or something. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but I... This wig came out of plastic. I just didn't think anything of it because I feel with like... two <laughs> buttons on the top. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> Yes, this wig came out go. of <laughs> a plastic wig. Well, I'm glad it's not a human hair wig like Kim probably could have done for North and spent a few thousand dollars on that you little orphan Annie ass wig. But I just feel like if you know a nine, ten year old girl, however old North is, like this is extremely on brand <sighs> for them. This is, yeah, they love the young artists. They love young female rappers. They and they want to emulate their favorite musicians. Like, we were like that when I was a little girl. That's not, there's nothing new about this. The only thing that's different about it is that North's parents, her mama is rich and famous enough to get the actual artist to show up for a fucking TikTok. <laughs> that's the only thing that is like so crazy about North and this TikTok. I feel like people are making a big ass deal out of nothing because of who her parents are. <laughs> And also because Ice Spice literally is on the cover of her EP with an animated version of her grabbing her pussy. Oh, work. I didn't Like her signature move (laughs) is bending over with a slight coochie grab while she shakes her butt cheeks. I mean, unless North is doing that on TikTok, I'm still not sure. She isn't. (laughs) What I'm saying is it's also the artist i think this like if it was particular artist and like the subject matter of a lot of their music okay now i will say when i saw (laughs) oh lord what did you (laughs) what did you think (laughs) nothing bad they are calling me again (laughs) every time you're you should just answer it (laughs) you should just answer it they're so pissed I I don't know what to do. I can't because answering it then ends the phone. The and then I had no. All right. <laughs> okay. I don't even like. All right. I understand. <laughs> I'd say you should just put it on do not disturb. Then if you're not gonna answer it, so you don't get bothered no more. <laughs> Let me get through this. Okay. Okay. So when I saw this, when I saw the one of of Ice Spice at the house. At first, I was like, is she actually there? Because for some reason, it looked like she was, like, superimposed into the thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, no, she's actually in the, the garage or whatever. Um, so that was like, oh, yeah, rich and famous. You can get, you know, your daughter's favorite ice to come over here. Not surprising at all that, you know, this nine-year-old and her friends listen to Ice Spice or whatever. Um, when I saw her <laughs> in the week, hilarious to me (laughs) when i saw her in the wig i said this is next like she's a stinger like this is like (laughs) that is her fucking fave she's trying to get y'all to understand (laughs) she lives i thought it was 
so hilarious. It is funny. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> like, I'm certain. Like, I, I couldn't help but think that I'm sure it pissed her dad off. But to me, as someone without no babies. Yeah. <laughs> I thought... I'm I'm sure... Okay. I I thought... Because these kids are going to listen to this music, it's probably best that I create an environment where I can supervise you, talk to you, have like, I, and I don't know that she's even doing all of that, right? I'm giving her a lot. Yeah. But I'm saying, assuming she is, it's probably better that you have the Ice Spice experience through my goggles where I got my eyes on you. <laughs> okay. Then me being like, no ice spice. And then you go listen to it at your friend's house anyway without me knowing at all how you are digesting it. That is why I'm assuming you would do as somebody mama and him. However, ice spice has clean versions of these songs. And she might be listening to those. That's not what I heard on them TikToks. Oh, it was the explicit version. Now, North was not mouthing a lot. She very clearly knew not to say the curse words and stuff like that when they came on. Mm-hmm. And honestly, some of the <laughs> some of the the clean versions really aren't very clean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just because you're not saying a curse word doesn't yeah, mean doesn't mean that the content isn't clean. exactly. And let's be real: clean versions of songs often suck. And a lot of y'all. I mean, I just feel like a lot of parents are going to have to take a moment. And (laughs) I just feel like a lot of parents have to take a moment here and be like, okay, I I don't necessarily be playing the clean version of shit around my kids. So I'm not really surprised when they know lyrics that they shouldn't know. Like, Yes, but I'm also not going to put my kid on TikTok with the fucking explicit version dancing around in a wig like it's all good over here. (laughs) Like, Okay. Again, no children. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like I didn't really see the big deal there. I don't know the lyrics to Ice Spice songs. And I did see that Masika said that North was dressed up as her for, I almost called it Hoes and Heritage Day. It's called Heroes and Heritage Day. And so I guess the kids were supposed to like dress up. The kids are supposed to dress up as like either a hero of theirs or something that reflects their heritage. And she picked Ice Spice as like her hero. I don't know. So that's what Masika said. That could be a lie. But whatever. Whatever. I don't want to use Masika as a source of information. I mean, she put she wrote it on in the comments on Instagram. So that is that's that's Bible. But I I mean I I just didn't think that deeply into it. I said, oh, another little girl bopping the ice spice like countless others. Like I just didn't look into it or think about it any deeper than that. What time is it? No, I'm gonna end it there. Okay, that's gonna be it. We'll take a break and then come back and do letters. Okay, welcome back, guys. It's time for the listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail dot com, and we may read them allowed on the show first let me mosey right on over to this inboxes i think we had some updates from some people oh well here we go here's one um this at our 10-year anniversary show we had a question from ashley who is whose pronouns are they them 
and they gave us their full birth chart and um, said that they asked a romantic question during the anniversary show about how to let somebody know that you're interested in being coupled up with them. So Ashley sent in an update and said, I appreciated your responses. I knew what it was when I signed up because y'all are not romantic niggas. And I wanted to let y'all know after a dope trip to visit my boo who I've been engaging with online and over the phone for the past month, I took a bit of your advice about being direct and sprinkled it with a little razzle dazzle. So this nigga spelled out this nigga (laughs) this nigga spelled out will you be my partner (laughs) in gold glitter letters (laughs) and then say yes. And it's like some yellow roses and some tea light candles on the Table. <laughs> <laughs> but Ashley says it went well. We're happy to be girly friends now. Thanks for being a part of the precious memories. Hope y'all find folks who are willing to pump your gas. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ashley. Uh for the update. Glad to hear it went well for you and, and your new boo. Um and we have another update from <laughs> From the person, I think their fake name was Patricia, who told us the story about um, the boyfriend borrowing the MacBook <laughs> and then the car, the MacBook was stolen when the car was hijacked and then actually found out that, like, my brother tried to sell the the laptop to the pawn store. You don't remember this? No. The boyfriend lent the letter writer the his macbook from work and then the brother was in a hijacking a few days later said that they're in the carjacking said that the macbook was stolen but then she found out that he tried to sell it to a pawn store and so she was like asking what to do because the boyfriend was really pissed i think this was part of like a bunch of letters that we did over the holiday season so um but we did get an update And it says, That's, "I'm gonna be honest. You don't remember that at all. That I don't doesn't even sound vague. Wow. <laughs> well, Patricia wrote back and said it would be an injustice if I didn't give y'all an update on the situation because the plot got thicker and thicker. Yet another situation came to light a few weeks prior to the alleged MacBook hijacking. My best friend hired a venue for her birthday through one of my brother's connections, who then suddenly pulled out on the day of her party, and she had an." Had to find another venue three hours before her body was supposed to start. Yep. All of us, including my brother, have been trying to get the $500 deposit back from my brother's connection, but have not given a response. (laughs) My friend decided to take it to Twitter using hashtags and everything, and all of our friends used it to send messages demanding that this money be paid. In the interim, my mama called me to tell me that my brother's in the hospital because he tried to unalive himself. Oh, my God. Then further says that my brother told her he had, in fact, received the venue deposit money weeks ago and then asked me to tell my friend that he got the money and tell her to take down the tweets. My mom found a receipt on his bed of my boyfriend's MacBook being pawned. My mother and I ended up having to pay over $1,500, which is a lot in South Africa. Oh, she lives in South Africa. In damages with fixing this mess. With no consequences for his actions because she then gave him money to go on a New Year friendcation in Cape Town for a week. God damn. <clears throat> My man and I are fine. I we were able to get the MacBook back, but this situation was unnecessary stress and trauma. 
I hate that as an unproblematic eldest daughter, this is the shit I got to deal with. And I could have lost my boyfriend and best friend because of all the mess. Thanks for the advice and love you lots. God damn. Okay. Well, sorry, I don't remember your letter. I mean, I remember it, but I'm not surprised that it went from worse to worser. And I am sorry to hear that, but at least now you know exactly what type of time your brother is on and you can adjust and move accordingly. So best of luck to you. Let's dive into new garbage this week. Our first letter this week comes from Daniel, who says... Kaluuya? I wish. I'm a 29-year-old black man, and I've had a best friend named KB for 25 years. We matriculated from grade school all the way through undergrad together. Her 30th birthday is coming up in April, and she's planned an entire weekend, like she always does, and I always attend. After she sent out the details, including the cost of the Airbnb for all 10 guests, I texted her separately to ask about the bed situation. She told me that three people would not have a bed, but she's making plans for air mattresses. (laughs) I asked her how she determined who got a bed and who didn't, and she gave me some story about couples came first and then somebody with health concerns, but I'm pissed. She offered her a bed, but I told her I wouldn't want her to give her shit up during her weekend, and then she suggested that I stay with another friend nearby. I'm so frustrated because this is like the fourth event that she's invited me to that I pay for where she doesn't consider where in the hell I'm going to lay my head comfortably and I'm too old to be sleeping on the floor or on an air mattress. Am I wrong for feeling this upset over a bed? I could just attend the day with the most (laughs) events and then drive my ass right back home. What would y'all do in this situation? Appreciate you helping a nigga problem solve. Daniel. I mean... Here's the thing. I'm going to do what I got to do to be the most comfortable. And if I'm not going to be comfortable, I'm not going because I am too old for that at this point. Um, and I like my own bed. Thank you, God. Um, enough. Same. Um, I would say so much that getting me to sleep anywhere outside it needs to be incentivized in a way that um, yeah. I think anyone would respect. Right. Um. And and here's the thing. Me, you know what? For the circumstances, I say all that and still for the depending on the circumstances and the person, mm-hmm. I might say, you know what? I'm gonna take this air mattress today. And then she said, What? She could you said you could uh, attend the day with the most events and then drive home. Mm-hmm. That's tea. That's probably what I would do, to be honest with you. But, like, let's say it's a 30th, a 40th. Uh, Someone is getting married. It's a divorce. (laughs) uh, um, Divorce vacation. You know, something that's just, like, really uh, extra special or whatever. I might just, like, bite the bullet or whatever. But being comfortable... Especially Listen. when it comes to sleep, yeah, on a trip, I think is invaluable because it kind of it sets the tone for everything it else. Does. If you don't get like good rest, if you're not even if you can't even look forward to the rest that you need or would like, it kind of just yeah, it affects everything else. Um. So, I think two things. 
One, the conversation of this person not considering, are you not feeling considered uh, in the way you need to be is um, one that's kind of separate than, um, it's a little deeper and outside of like this individual situation here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, um, hmm, if I, if I could not guarantee that I was going to get like a bed, then I would personally, I think, do what is most comfortable for me, which would probably be come to the day with the most mm-hmm. events, you know, put on a big, bright smile. Uh, and participate. Smooch, smooch. Love you so, so much. You guys have fun. <laughs> yeah. And then do it. Um, that's me at 35 with my, you know, body and bone saying, hey, hey, girl, we're 35. Mm-hmm. I went to the club the other day. Oh, Lord. I had two Costamigos. Yeah. Okay. Yummy. A double offsets house with pineapple both times. And I was hitting my vape viciously in a matter of like 20 minutes. You would. Okay. <laughs> and my body said to me, oh, sister. You thought. <laughs> I can show you better than I can tell you. <laughs> I'm going to get this bitch together. Just watch. You can feel what you want to feel and you can aspire to what you want. But bitch, we are 35 years mm-hmm. deep. And you're going to act like you. And, and we're going <laughs> to act like it tonight. <laughs> the way that I had to sit my ass down. Girl, it was also um, loud, but whatever. <laughs> okay, when you start, when you're like, oh, the club is too loud, you are getting old. Because <laughs> that's the point. The club is supposed to be loud. <laughs> You say, oh, y'all can cut that down. Oh, it's smokier. <laughs> what is that? Why is it so loud here? We're at, I'm just saying, don't have to be club. that loud. I can't hear myself think. Like, you know? I'm just saying, like, the bass. <laughs> it's all up in my sternum. Like, why has it got to be that deep? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Aging. Aging. I did have a blast, but my body was like, girl, no, no. that's not the tea no more. You we don't. Not. You really do. You better calm the fuck down. <laughs> and it wasn't even just like. <laughs> It wasn't even like, oh, I just had, like, a lot of... Like, I like I went hard as soon as I got there. Okay. As if so you tried the bar was about yep. to close or something. <laughs> you tried My body it. was like, oh, girl, shut up. We're not doing that tonight. Did you thought you was going to come in here and take shots? <laughs> Did you think you were 22 right. years old again? <laughs> Honey, <laughs> when you reach your mid-30s... Oh, no, you're not doing shots that swear. shit. No, you're not doing that. Shots wear. Give me a nice cocktail I can sip on. <laughs> And let me get a bottle of water too for in between these drinks. <laughs> you fucked up. Matter of fact, I'll have the shot on ice. Oh yeah, I'm sipping this real slow. <laughs> real slow. Y'all motherfuckers are crazy. Don't play listen, with me. I'm not doing that. I do not. Where we have to no, where we gotta be. Yeah. I'm fine. Let me tell you, Daniel, how KB would have had me 18 different kinds of fucked up. I can't do it. <laughs> First of all, first of all, 10 people is too many to invite. <laughs> Personally, to me. But 
If you are going to invite 10 people to stay in a house on your birthday trip, then guess what you need to book? An Airbnb with 10 beds. Or if it's couples, if it's three couples and seven singles or whatever, like, or however many... Three people not getting a bed? Three people. Yeah, so there's 10 people going, but there has to be even fewer than seven beds because there are couples. Most likely. So it's... Right. So the issue here now is not the house, but that you niggas aren't booking houses big enough for all of your guests. And I don't... She's 30 and, you know, maybe I'm I'm certain this is a financial thing more than anything else. But that just means... Certainly, that's but, fine. But that just means that you cannot invite mo- more people to stay in the house if they don't have a bed to sleep in, especially if you are then going to ask them to split the cost of the Airbnb with niggas who get a bed. That's where you really got me fucked up. It's one thing to be like, do you want to stay in the Airbnb? Ain't no more beds, but you can set up a pallet in the living room or whatever and pay, you know, everybody else is paying $100 and you can pay $50 or whatever. And 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 you have indoor plumbing in the kitchen. Like, okay, I might consider that if I'm, you know, real broke or whatever. But asking me to split this bitch evenly with 10 other niggas and I don't get that's a too. bed to... You really got me fucked up. That's too. You really got me fucked up. And this is my best friend. And I'm not high enough on the priority list to get a bed. Be that as it may, like, okay, you, 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 you decide. And this is the fourth (coughs) time that this girl has planned some big thing for her birthday, had an Airbnb and then told you, oh, but I don't have the space for you to lay down somewhere like a grown man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I would, I would probably, like you said, you could just pick one day, drive down, drive back. It's like not that long of a drive. I would probably just do that. Or I would book a hotel room and make a weekend out of it. A nice hotel room in the city you go into and and treat myself with room service and have them put a bottle of champagne in that bitch. Like you could always. I was thinking that too. Because one thing I do love is to book a hotel room and pretend like I'm a fancy bitch for a weekend. Like. And I, Listen, I, I adore I, Airbnbs for groups, but it's nothing wrong with a hotel room, okay? Somebody coming in and cleaning that bitch up every nothing day. Wrong nothing wrong with it. And I don't even know why I did not scanter over to that exact... <laughs> <laughs> that exact thing, because I have done that. Yeah. I have done exactly that. Oh, there aren't going to be any... Um, there aren't going to be any... Whatever... Then no, I'm not going. That's fine. Mm-mm. That's fine. I won't be there. It's okay. The <laughs> fact that she calculated, it's wild to me when you said that, like, she included the cost of the Airbnb for all 10 of us. Like, oh, everybody pays $120 for the Airbnb or whatever. I'm throwing a number out there. But, like, I can't even imagine asking somebody to stay in a house where they won't have a bed and then pay me the same amount of money as niggas who do have a bed. And maybe I'm just I would be uncomfortable with you just not having a bed, period. I I wouldn't even ask you to stay in. If anything, I would be like, unfortunately, it's only six beds. There are eight gorgeous girls in front of me and only six beds in the Airbnb, you know, <laughs> like, like fucking top model. And, and again, like when I when it was like giving, you know, early to mid 20s. Oh, give me a couch. 
Give sure. me a nice Because what you twenty two? You not sleeping for four hours anyway. Like I'm gonna be asleep for three hours, then I'm immediately waking up, taking a yes. shot, smoking and jumping in the pool naked. Literally, you're sleeping like, from. I'm twenty three. You're sleeping from seven a.m. to eleven a.m. and then you're getting up Period. and you're taking that bottle of vodka out to the fresh pool, face and you're at. And you're going to do it all over again like nothing matters because it doesn't. Like nothing When you're matters. 23 years old. At 30? And so I feel like your friend should have said, for the three of you who don't have beds, you're welcome to stay at, you know. at this lower rate. And I'm wor- And that's another thing. She says she's working on air mattresses, meaning the house don't provide these three air mattresses. They're not even promised. The house They're pro- not even promised. The house said six gets maximum. Maximum, like y'all definitely trying to finesse some shit right now. You definitely are. <laughs> They're not even promised. I feel like y'all be complaining about Airbnbs when y'all be doing air, and there's plenty to complain about. I'm not caping, but y'all mm-hmm. be doing shit like this and be like, "Oh, this is why I'll stay at Airbnbs, girl." <laughs> Nobody told you to try to to try to cram ten niggas into a house built for six. <laughs> Nobody told you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I would very politely let her know. I suggest you go back to your calculator and and rerun your facts and figures through that machine because what I'm not gonna do is pay the same price as everybody else and have to sleep on a fucking couch pillow. I'm not doing that. I'm sure not. I'll come down for your day <laughs> events, say peace to everybody, go back home, and be back home in my bed. I too prefer my own bed. Above all else, I really want, I'll hang really out. It. When I tell you, I will hang out all day long, but oh, I'm yeah. calling a car at the end of that fucking night to go home. I am. I don't spend the night unless I have to. So if I were you, Daniel, that is how I would, <laughs> how I would handle it. But either way, regardless of if you decide to get a hotel or stay with somebody else, regardless, you should let her know. That to ask people to pay the same price as everybody else when they don't get a bed is extremely fucked up. Like, stop, stop yeah, doing that right now. <laughs> that's that's a that's a big no. Yeah, that that one's a big old no. Absolutely not. Um, just made me think of Sweet Heat and how like oh lord, oh lord. When I used to bounce around like because dimples would get like a nice spacious fancy yes. house. <laughs> And my broke ass would just be along for the ride. So, girl, <laughs> put me anywhere. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that either. When people aren't paying, they'll be like, oh, well, once all of you who paid for a room have settled into your space, I'll find some warm corner to curl up sometimes in. Sometimes I got a bed. <laughs> and sometimes-, sometimes I got a couch. Sometimes there was an air mattress. It is what it is, honey. So I just wanted to be there. <laughs> Eventually, I started making some coins, and I was like, well, how much for a room? How much more for <laughs> a room? Moving on up. Moving on up. <laughs> At first, I thought this was going to be, oh, some of us have to <clears throat> share bedrooms. I'm like, oh, not ideal, but baby, right. we're all 30 plus, and you talking about not having a bed, girl? No, 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 no. Good luck having that conversation with her. I hope you have fun during the birthday weekend. But if I were you, I would nip that in the bud right fucking now. Don't invite me to shit else and ask me to pay when I don't have a bed. All right. No, thank you. Our next letter this week comes from Mike, who says, I'm a 19-year-old bisexual man, and I was home from college this past weekend 
when I decided to do something nice for my parents. They've been meaning to get their garage cleaned, so I went to work on it one morning. Midway through, I stumbled across a box with DVDs and flash drives with dated labels that said pics or videos. I recalled... I recalled hearing my mom talk about how she was looking some f- for some vacation pictures from a while ago. So when I found a flash drive and a DVD that lined up with the year she was talking about, I immediately took it to my laptop to check it out. No, no, no. Little did I know that they were both filled with porn. But what I thought was just regular porn was really studio porn and home movies that my father evidently starred in. Oh, God. (laughs) There were tons of videos of oral sex, him topping another man, threesomes, bondage, group activities, cuckold, sex with men and women, you name it. One one of the videos even features a married male family friend who still comes around every so often. Wow. It took me some time to realize that the man in the videos was my father because he was in really good shape back then. <laughs> All the shape. So it didn't immediately well. so I didn't immediately recognize him. Needless to say, I'm traumatized and not sure I can ever look him in the face again. I couldn't even finish cleaning the garage and had to go take a nap. The flash drive date was for the year 2009. And I know our family went through some tough times then (laughs) when my dad lost his job. So I'm not sure if this was a way to make extra money. But regardless, I'm sick to my stomach, especially considering my parents have both been a bit uneasy about me being bisexual. My dad really went off when he learned about it. And I have no idea whether my mom even knows that this content exists. Please help. I'm not sure how I can move forward. And I don't know who to talk to. And I don't know who to talk to about this mess. Should I talk to my dad about this or keep it quiet? What would you do? Thanks, Mike. What would I do, Mike? Gargle bleach. Oh. That is so bad. Oh, Mike. Well, um, what what do we have for Mike? Wow. <laughs> wow. You know they say the gay gene comes from the, no. That's not. That is okay. Let's be serious. I. I mean, my only gay cousin is on my daddy's side, so. But anyway. All right. So, a lot going on. I'm not interested in plugging in, you know, USB drives just out in the wild. Would have never done this. I don't need to know what's on it. Never. Especially my fam. I'm good. Like, no. Mm-mm. 
No, this wouldn't have uh, what happened to me. <laughs> I did. Um, for real, if I if my mama was like, "Oh, I'm looking for old vacation pictures," and I found that drive, I would have just gave it to her, which I mean might have been worse. But I would have gave it to her and been like, "Hey, girl, this might have your vacation pictures on it." <laughs> I would have never, ever, ever investigated further. None for me. <laughs> Absolutely. I think. Um, <laughs> Woo. Yeah, I don't know, man, because I feel like <clears throat> that's literally none of your business. Um, it was very likely not meant to come across your gaze um, or have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the assumption that it may have been something that was, I mean, for any, it could have been for funsies and it's still none of your business, not something that you can just finger wag in someone's face or confront them about. Um, but if you're also saying, hey, you know, finances were looking kind of, you know, shaky, maybe this was something because of that. Then it's just like, girl, for what? Bring it up for for what? This is just something that unfortunately you know about that you didn't need to know about. Yeah. Um, and probably shouldn't have known about. Um, and so I would try to uh just leave it at that and seek therapy for what my eyes have seen. <laughs> However, too much. I'm keeping it <clears throat> under my seat until you have anything to say to me about being bisexual. Now that's it. That's it. I'm wearing my bi my bi-ness on my sleeve. 100%. I'm walking in my truth. Okay. And honey, <laughs> How dare you say the something? The day you say something to me, Baby, diva. Yes, this is it. Everybody got to go on Tamron. <laughs> we might as well all call because we're going on the Yanla. We're going on Tamron. <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree. The day. I I would if if my parents weren't biphobic, I would I would just pray about it, go to therapy, you know, try to process the fact that yet again I have snooped where I shouldn't have and have landed myself in a terrible situation. But since they are, I agree with Kid Fury. I probably though wouldn't even wait. I would definitely turn the bisexuality on like you I don't know if you like keep it from them or like aren't open about that part of your life around them I would definitely it's it's 24 7 pride parade around here now bitch because I I want you to say something that's the thing about me I I'm confrontational (laughs) and I'm gonna (laughs) I'm I'm really gonna want to say something so I should you talk to your dad? Probably so. You should probably do that privately first. Um, mm. And you don't have to get into details. You could just say, you know, I was cleaning out the garage because you and mama have been talking about doing that for a long time and uh, found some videos 
So just so you know, there's a box full of old tapes and flash drives and you might want to do whatever you want to do with that. Like you could do that and leave it there. But honestly, I also think it would be kind of more fun. And what I personally would do is try to make mess out of it. And let's be honest, I would make the situation a thousand times worse with that. But I wouldn't care because you're being shitty to me about my orientation, knowing that you have climbed niggas' backs before, (laughs) knowing that you have this whole history. They didn't say that. Of doing... Oh, okay. Well, you know what? There's there's a lot... So you doing the (laughs) banter? He said... He said, like... Oral sex, topping another nigga, threesomes. Like, your daddy was clearly doing a bunch of bisexual, trisexual activities while he was making these these pornos from money or whatever else. Clearly, you it was something in you that allowed you to do this. So how are you going to look down on me for just being myself? Next time you shade me. <laughs> Baby. Next time you shade me. I'm taking a screenshot, printing it on a paper with the words, I know, <gasps> like you're Jennifer Love Healy, and I'm going to put it in a dishwasher. Oh, my and I'm gonna God. And I'm going to put one. hmm I'm going to put one in the liquor cabinet. Oh. My, <gasps> who knows how, who, who found this? Where did this oh come my from? Oh, my God. I did that in college. My roommate was dating. Last summer. My roommate was dating somebody so ugly, and we would talk about him all the time. And right. one day, I just printed out a bunch of pictures of him and put them all around the apartment, and everybody thought it was no, Missy, but funny, Ian. <laughs> just... That isn't really. It's not the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> the type you person... didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I mean, he was he was hard to look at, and I personally took that, you know, as an offense. But anyway, okay. this is isn't the same thing. Your parents are doing you wrong, and I would be highly tempted. To be like, oh, let's talk about bisexuality. Let's talk about it. Let's just go ahead and open up the conversation and let's discuss booty holes and dicks going in them. And I would, I would feel highly, I mean, extremely tempted to do some shit like that and then just watch the world burn. But I, I'm, I'm a chaotic person. And especially at 19, I would have wanted to say or do anything to piss my parents off because they pissed me off so much, so frequently. Mm -hmm. So uh, what I would do is not necessarily what I would advise you to do. uh, But I think either way, next time somebody says something shitty to you about being bisexual, I'm going to make a comment to make it known that I know what you did in 2009. At least in 2009, because God only knows what was on the rest of that. And why is it just in the garage? Yeah. Why is it just in the garage? I don't know. Does your mama know? Because that's a whole nother can of fucking... That's why I'm saying my approach could end a marriage. <laughs> it could It could result in emergency services being called. I want to assume that if they're just chilling in the garage that your mama knows about. You it. would think, but you never know with niggas. I would think... That if you did a bunch of gay porn 10, 12, 14 years ago, that you wouldn't be an asshole to your 19-year-old son when he comes out as bisexual. Knowing that you done did some very bisexual activities. As far as the sexual part of things is concerned, you've, you've done it. So I would assume 
you with this history wouldn't be a dickhead to your son when he came out. So clearly we can't make assumptions around here. Cause yo, nope, nope, go ahead. Finish it. Go ahead. It's his fault. <laughs> I mean, he probably does. Might be blaming himself. I mean, but then therapy is needed. Therapy is needed. Uh, treating your Therapy's child this way. Needed. It is. But anyway, anyway, Mike, we could go on and on Just about this forever, but good luck. Um, just, yeah, I don't think we said anything that would actually help you here, but good luck in figuring this situation out. I can't even imagine how disgusted I would be to find some shit like that. So Don't be plugging in people's USB Please don't. Let this be a lesson. And DVDs and shit like that either. Let this be a lesson. I do not want to see that shit. So I'm good. I'm super. I never... When I realized what sex was, I was disgusted that that had happened in order to produce me. Sis. I was... Sis. I wanted to throw up. <laughs> Are you joking? When I realized (laughs) what it was, my first arrival was that my parents did that. Yeah. And the fact that I made it past that, (laughs) to me, I think is heroic. (laughs) Nor should have dressed up as me. (laughs) I was... Thoroughly disgusted. Like, I cannot believe that happened. Yuck. (laughs) Gross. Why would y'all do that? (laughs) And they've done it just to do it sometimes. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, y'all had sex at least three times. (laughs) At least three. Yeah. And it was way more than that. It had to be. But I don't don't want to spend too much time thinking about that. Even now at 40, I do not want to think about. No. No. They did it. After you were born, <sighs> there have been times where you have been alive and present in the home. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because my brother... And they did that. Because my my first brother came along 18 months after I was born. So, absolutely, it happened. But... Ugh. How could they do that to us? <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, my brother's birthday is literally tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, the anniversary of the time y'all fucked and now the proof is just here right uh, uh. ew <laughs> yuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> we sound so mature good luck Daniel <laughs> yeah how do we get away with oh not Daniel Mike Daniel's other nigga good luck Mike uh, that is just so rough but You let us know how that confrontation goes. We are going to stop right there with the letters. If you have a question for us, send it to asktherene at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Okay, guys, it's time for the read now. And who am I reading? I don't even remember. Go ahead. Um, well, I just have a few quick things to talk about this week. First of all, Oklahoma, yet again, embarrassing me. This time by... Um, rejecting the referendum to make weed not legalized, but recreational weed legalized. Um, medical marijuana is legal in Oklahoma. I think it has been for the past five years. And as somebody who only goes to Oklahoma once or twice a year now, it is extremely crazy to me to go back to Tulsa and see dispensaries on every fucking block. Like that is just so weird to me, but 
I don't, I just really don't understand. I don't get this. Y'all worried about what exactly as far as like recreational weed is concerned? When you have that many dispensaries, like over 400 dispensaries in the state of Oklahoma, which is not that population wise, not very big. I just don't. And that's over, I think that's over 400 just in the Oklahoma City area. Like, there's already so many fucking dispensaries and just not that that many people. And you would think that full legalization would bring in people from the surrounding states where they don't have legalized recreational weed. Hello, Texas is right there. Oklahoma City and Dallas are a three-hour drive, usually less, because of how fast niggas drive in that area of the country. But, like... <laughs> It is nothing to go back and forth between Oklahoma and Texas, especially for some weed. I just don't. <laughs> I really don't get it. It's not like Oklahoma is rolling in cash. It's not like we're number one in public services provided to our people in schools or, ed- or education on crime or or anything like it's not like Oklahoma just has so much money. They don't know what to do with this. So why y'all are. Continuing to be this way, I'll just never understand. But girl, womp, bump, it's a flop. I was also going to talk about uh, Nicki Minaj because she's, you know, just yet another rapper deciding to bring up Megan when you just really have no reason to be that mad at Meg. But we already talked about that. So what else is here? Oh, I don't really understand what that's about. I mean, I guess I get it. I mean, I think she's just mad because Megan worked with Cardi after after they did Hot Girl Summer. I assume. And, and I mean, and probably mad because WAP was a better song and a much bigger hit, but... But WAP had, like, <laughs> direction and a theme, and I think both of them actually liked and wanted to work with each other. It didn't feel forced. Like, the song that Nicki and Megan did together felt like like the industry and fans pressured them to work mm-hmm. together. It didn't feel like they really wanted to work together at all. And the song was not good. It wasn't. It felt like yeah. it was, even if Nicki wasn't on it, it wouldn't have been a it good would, song Exactly. To me. It wasn't bad because Nicki was on it. It just wasn't a good song. It just wasn't a good <laughs> song. It just had no, like, it didn't feel like it had any motivation to it. So... It wasn't hard for one to be better to me, but... Yeah, but it's just... Yeah, maybe. You're grown, and it's not betrayal for people to work with somebody you don't like. Megan's mm-hmm. not, you know, she's not your daughter. She's not your wife. She's not your manager. You know, she's not your assistant. She don't... She's another artist. And Cardi is a huge fucking artist. It's not too many of these girls is going to turn down the opportunity to do a song with Cardi B. Same way they're not going to turn down the opportunity to do a song with you. So why are you... <laughs> Anyway, though, we've already talked about her, so I'm asked and answered. I also want to talk about your boy, John Morant. Oh, boy. Oh, well. This is really crazy. So, yeah, this is pretty <laughs> wild. Um, <clears throat> John Morant has been going through a lot over the past couple of weeks. Um, you know, apparently flashing a gun at somebody in high school after a pickup game at Josh's house and swinging on this little boy. And apparently he, you know, threatened a security guard at the mall, maybe behind his mama or something. That is also really <coughs> confusing. But this most recent story came when Ja decided to go live in the strip club <laughs> 
And let me just say, anybody going live at that hour of the night is not up to anything good. I know, because when I be going live at 2 a.m., <laughs> it is the dumbest shit every time. Like, I'm not sober and I should just... I'm not sober. And I should just not. But I do and it, I any, but I do it anyway. Yep. So yep. John Morant was in the strip club and decided to flash a gun on Instagram Live. Yay! <laughs> Why you would do this as a franchise player in the <laughs> league? Somebody I think who just signed a two hundred million dollar <laughs> extension on their contract is <laughs> crazy, <laughs> especially. Because this was a strip club. <laughs> this was, you know, at the club in, um, fuck, where were they at? When they went, um, because they were, they were away. They were at an away game. So they flew to Denver or wherever the hell they were at. Um, yeah. And so now. They lost it. They had just <laughs> lost to Denver. So, right. So now the conversation is coming up like, where did you get a gun from? Did you bring a gun on the team plane? Because then that would be a violation of NBA rules, not to mention, you know, whatever other laws there are about having fire guns or firearms on airplanes and all this. And so now I think he's suspended right now. And who knows what the ultimate punishment will be. But I just want to say, I. Oh, yes. And when Gilbert Arenas brought guns into the locker room back in 2010 that nigga got suspended for 50 fucking games so i just want to say he's been benched indefinitely that's last i heard about it i mean honestly as he i don't want (sighs) to on the one hand i mean like i'm trying to be like fair young black man blah blah blah, whatever else but nigga this is so fucking stupid i why and and really like somebody needs to look into this why is it that niggas will make it it don't even necessarily have to be out the hood but just out from your regular ass (coughs) surroundings like you didn't have to grow up in the hood to grow up with you know average earners for parents like solidly Mm -hmm. working class or lower middle class or whatever like you made it out of that into a place where you get paid millions and millions of dollars for playing a game. Yes, you are playing it at its highest level. Yes, you're putting your body through wear and tear or whatever the fuck else. But ultimately, you are making heaps and heaps of money to play a game. Why the fuck are you niggas still trying to look like you real? I mean... What is the point of brandishing a gun when you know you're not you not involved in none of that type of shit? You're not trapping nothing. You're not selling nothing. It ain't it ain't you ain't pulling up on the ops or no shit. That is not your lifestyle. That's not your life. And if it is, it shouldn't be because you're a fucking NBA star making again hundreds of millions of dollars. So why are you even setting yourself up to be played like this? A situation nobody can really defend you in. Because why the fuck do you even have a gun? And why do you have it on Instagram Live? I agree. 100%. I don't get it. At the same time. I see stuff like this and I think. Wealthiness in America for the black person. Is complicated and confusing. We don't have 
<laughs> financial literacy alone is like I mean struggle bus. But just like hard to have financial literacy knowing when you don't have finances. <laughs> I mean, for th- I mean for those that do, right? But like, I think there's just something about the existing and operating within the privilege, the privileges that are afforded to you through wealthiness, that black people um, end up in. Precarious, precarious situations by because it's like you are rich mm-hmm. you're, and because of that are probably in a lot of rooms with rich white people but you're not a rich white person and you can't do rich white shit mm-hmm. that's true Um, and just because white people especially, not exclusively, but especially rich white people can get away with horrible things that nobody should do doesn't mean, oh, I'm lit, I've made it, Mm -hmm. let me act a fool and do whatever I want because I'm that nigga. Right. Um, And I think that mixed around with just the inherent pissing contest that men find themselves in all the time because of insecurities that come around being you know, come with, you know, being, I guess, Mm -hmm. a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) Um, You know, you land in situations like this and there is unfortunately only so much pity or so far your sympathy can stretch. I mean, because, again, this is deeply stupid. It is so, so dumb. It is, but I also think that... Just go be rich. Sometimes it's like... uh, Yeah. In a world where we may have been able to get to these places without being literally beaten, broken, and killed, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it might look a little bit different, and that's not excusing (laughs) anybody's fuck shit, but it's like, I don't know, sometimes I think it's a little layered. Well, I mean, it is, but I just could not believe I've been hearing, you know, obviously all these other stories about Ja over the past few weeks. And then for this gun video to come out, I literally was like, you nigga, you have got to be shitting me. Like, do you want to keep your job? Do you want to keep your job? Maybe you don't like it. I don't know. Uh, I mean... So, but best of luck in figuring it out. I actually don't want this to be like the end of his career or anything. I want him to learn and grow up. I know he's only like 23, but nigga, this is so, so fucking dumb. And speaking of dumb, last thing I'm going to bring up. Did you see this tweet from D.L. Hughley about Chris Rock's special? No, but I don't know why I feel like I'm (laughs) going to enjoy this severely. Please, Baby, D.L. Hughley. First of all, did you watch it? Of course you did. (laughs) Did you? No, but <laughs> I didn't because I'm like, oh, I saw a tweet about like Chris Rock saying something about like, we don't fight in front of white people. And I said, this can wait. This can wait. <laughs> <laughs> this can fucking wait, child. I am not in a rush to listen to that dumb shit. 
Because I said then when the slap happened, I don't give a fuck about doing it in front of white people or what white people think. Girl, I do not give one fuck. The original fucking perpetrators of genocide? You think I care about looking violent? The most violent living motherfucker. colonizers? No, I don't. So when okay. I when I saw a tweet that said, you know, Chris Rock was like, oh, I just can't believe I'm done as a of white people. I'm like, even if it is part of a punchline, girl, I, I'm not pressed. So, uh, but I will watch it probably sometime this weekend when I'm taking my hair down. But Dio, you need something to do. <laughs> you something when you taking your hair down. So, um, but yeah, a few days ago he tweeted, "It's ironic. Some of the very people saying Chris Rock." should get over being slapped and stop talking about it because it happened a long time ago are the same people who get mad when people say we should stop talking about slavery and get over it because it happened a long time ago. (laughs) Oh, girl, get out of my face. Shut up. Are you... Move around. Oh, And then put hashtag Team DL at the end, which always makes me yeah. laugh because DL, I mean, because but, how can't it? But like, why are you so old that you're still you're still doing this, Grandpa? We don't we don't hashtag Team DL on all of your like. What do you think this is doing? What are you? But anyway, I mean, the other Tom Joyner uh, Cruise people probably <laughs> be hashtagging it too. And you know they they hashtag every other word. Going on a hashtag cruise with my hashtag beautiful hashtag daughter. (laughs) Gonna enjoy some hashtag scrimps. So I, first of all, comparing the slap to slavery. To the enslavement <laughs> of our people over the course of hundreds of years, yeah. unspeakable horrors, mm-hmm. truly vile, heinous things that we experienced, fucking history that is passed down through our our fucking DNA. Black people just just being born with higher blood pressure than white people and shit. And you are gonna compare Chris Rock. Getting smacked on stage to slavery. First of all, it's and comparing most things to slavery, you automatically lose. Mo- especially pop culture references. You're talking about something that happened in pop in a pop cultural reference <sighs> to the fucking North Atlantic slave trade. Is that what you're doing right now? So there is that. But also. St- some of the people saying Chris Rock should get over being slapped are the same people who say we should stop talking about slavery. I don't think so. No, that doesn't even sound like that. Those circles don't overlap in the Venn diagram. I don't, I don't think they do. I think those are two different circles. I I, and I, I don't understand what made you draw that conclusion either. It's almost, I don't know. It's almost like he felt obligated to put out a tweet in support of Chris Rock. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like, nah, it's too much smoke on my nigga Chris. It's too much smoke on my nigga Chris. And so you just decided to throw this out here. But like, I... But it's really not. 
even because I feel like from my perspective anyway, it feels like a lot of the community is kind of split because there's niggas who are just kind of like, oh, Will is soft. Oh, Jada, they don't like Jada Mm -hmm. and Red Table or whatever and like the dynamics of that and August Alcina or whatever. And so they just feel like because of Will Smith and his softery and the whatever their dynamics are, that Chris Rock as a comedian should have been able to clown them without having hands put on them, especially in such a humiliating way. And then there are others who are like, well, this nigga has been shading Jada and saying crazy stuff. And then he made like an insensitive comment about her hair when she has a medical or health issue regarding her hair. And this nigga was defending his wife and it don't matter whatever. So like, it's not even just like, he doesn't need defense. <laughs> like, what all. I'm saying is, he, do, he doesn't need a cape. He doesn't need a cape. Like, this special aired on Netflix. They don't put shit up there for free. Like, this, was, this wasn't a charity gig. So, and I just don't think even of the conversation, I think the, the few people I have even seen saying, oh, he should get over it because it happened a year ago or whatever, like, I haven't even seen very much of that, but I definitely haven't seen it from white people. If anything, I've seen white people defending Chris Rock and his right to talk about what happened. And white people were the ones who were mainly all up in arms about it anyway and talking about how they were frightened for their own personal safety afterwards and all this. So I just don't. Who are the people who are saying Chris Rock should get over it because it happened a long time ago and who are also saying that same thing about slavery? Like, I just don't. I Y'all just be saying stuff to say it. You don't think about the words at all. And I get that's popular and fun and current and everyone's doing it. But girl, I'm going to ask the questions every fucking time. They don't have to be either is the thing. But you, because but you said, that's a tactic. But you said they, but you said they, but, you but said that's they were. a tactic. <laughs> that's a tactic. First time. And I'm not even saying that that's necessarily <laughs> Dio Hughley. Dio Hughley could just be an airhead. I don't know him. I mean, but, yeah. That, like, it's almost like, have you ever, like, looked at blogs sometimes where, let's say the post is who wore it better or something, and there'll be a comment be like, all these comments saying such and such about that person's body or hair can da 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 and then the people are responding to be like, who, who said, said I'm that? looking for the comment? Nobody. Do these people even exist? I feel like you just. Nobody. You. <laughs> I think you wanted to have this conversation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Right. Because nobody, where are you saying? No, like, are like all of the comments will be saying, like, don't say this, don't say that, don't say that. And it'd be like, where are the people saying Nobody even did that. Right. Like, why is your foot already on the gas? If you wanted to talk about the situation, you could just do it without invoking slavery. Because that is just not happening. (laughs) Like, that is just, that's not. And it's just so far removed. And you can have the conversation about, like, Oh, no, Chris Rock is in. I actually don't think Chris Rock should, you know, just get over it or stop talking about it because it happened a long time ago. You got slapped. If I got slapped at the Oscars, I probably would also turn it into an opportunity to make money because why wouldn't you? That's the thing, though. (laughs) The only people who I've seen talking about timing are people who have been addressing, like, the marketing aspect of it. Who are being well, like, oh, this right happened X, Y, and Z yeah. ago. And now you're talking about it now that you have this Netflix special up and ready to, you know, for upload. And I agree. Like, 
Although I have no problem with him getting fire smacked out his mouth. Like, <laughs> of course you're going to turn it into dollar signs. Why wouldn't you? It right. would be dumb not it to. It would be dumb not to. But so, Chris Rock almost immediately went out and started workshopping material about this. If anything I've heard, it's just a damn shame that all these months later, the jokes are still that weak. But like, he... Chris Rock, it's yeah, not like I didn't Chris, hear anybody say it was funny. It's not like he took a break from comedy. He'd been going around doing shows talking about this. It's just that this one was recorded and put on Netflix for the rest of us to see. So y'all are just, it's like no matter how you look at this tweet, it don't make no goddamn sense. But that's on brand for DL Hughley. That is right. That is exactly aligned with what I expect from that little fuck nigga. So yeah, trash, garbage. And then that no, no. Why do I just keep thinking of things to talk about? But that new Nick Cannon show with Kevin Hart. Why did I forget to put (laughs) this on the list? I cannot believe that that show made it into development and is now going to be on the air. (laughs) Baby, how? I can't. Okay, I'm a chop this week. (laughs) I honestly was like, oh, of all of things, this is the thing we have to talk about this week. And I still didn't. I mean, okay. You simply forgot, but the whole, you know, who's having my baby thing. And I mean, it's obviously a joke. These girls, you know, allegedly are, you know, campaigning to be Nick Cannon's next baby mama or whatever. I just feel like the fact that you have all these kids is not a joke. (laughs) I just don't think it's funny that you have fathered all these children and scattered them across the United States and cannot possibly be an active father in their lives. I don't, I'm I'm not seeing the humor. Here's my hope slash prediction, but mainly hope Mm -hmm. (laughs) that this is going to turn out to be a spoof of dating shows like yeah. The Bachelor, et cetera, et cetera. And it won't be anything real. That it will and it will wear its spoofiness, mm-hmm. it'll wear its parody wide open. Nick Cannon and Kevin Hart have worked together on the real house husbands of Hollywood, which, which was, was funny. Obviously <laughs> a script or maybe semi-scripted uh, series that parodied The Real Housewives and stuff. So I'm hoping that this is going to follow that in its tone mm. and approach. Yeah. And rather than being something that's sincerely um, making a mockery of the fact that this nigga has fathered several children who are going to have, you know, mm-hmm. complications. Yeah. It, um, you know, in their lives when they grow to a a place where, um, their past just bluey and fruit snacks <laughs> yeah. and shit gets real. <laughs> right. You know, it's cute now because they're all babies. All of them. Um, <laughs> so I'm hoping rather than really being a hot mess that this will uh be a parody of a dating show or something like that. And honestly, I don't even know if that's appropriate, but it'll be better. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. I I fully believe it is going to be a parody. I fully believe it is going to be a parody. I just don't think the premise is funny. And also, watch him impregnate one of the girls anyway. <sighs> watch him do it anyway. So, but I think that's legitimately it for me now. I think I'm really done. So, 
Take it away. Keep Um. So, two quick things. One, directed at Isaiah Washington. He has announced via the internet that he is retiring from acting or from the entertainment industry, but immediately, uh, I guess turned around to show us that he's a liar. He said, it is with a heavy heart and a sense of relief that I am announcing my early retirement from the entertainment industry today. Those who have been following slash witnessing my journey here on Twitter since 2011 all know that I have fought the good fight. But it seems that the haters, provocateurs, and the useful idiots have won. I'm no longer interested in the back and forth regarding a color construct that keeps us human beings divided, nor am I interested in politics or anything vitriolic. I will be traveling this great country before it falls into socialism and then communism. Until then, know that this Frederick Douglass conservative will keep his powder dry and loves you all. Truly oh, grateful for your support over grief. the years. Now, if y'all know who Isaiah Washington, he's a nigga who used to be on Grey's Anatomy, and then he said faggot and pissed off white gay people. Mm-hmm. So they fired his ass. And since then, he's been losing his goddamn mind. Now he's a Republican. He lives for Trump. And, you know, here we are. Um, now, <clears throat> this information in itself should be fine. You know, mm-hmm. like, deuces, goodbye, mm-hmm. peace out. Um, however, he then turned around and said, after seeing the incredible positive response to my recent announcement of retirement from the entertainment industry on social media, it became clear that I had been operating outside of the traditional Hollywood system successfully for the last 15 years. So why stop now with over 5 million views and counting with my February 28th post? The same one I just read before. Oh, God. Is he talking about Twitter views? Yes. Oh, Oh my God. It seems that if I receive just $1 from 5 million people, then I will have more 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 than enough capital to continue to independently produce my own Bass Reeves movie. For a fall 2023 shooting schedule in Arkansas and Oklahoma. I mean, why not give it a try, right? This all under a GoFundMe campaign that he's now launched to try and raise money to produce a movie where he will be playing Bass Reeves after he just played Bass Reeves in another movie that came out last year with Stacey Dash in it. Isaiah, you're playing games. Beat it. Why does he have me blocked on Twitter? (laughs) <laughs> Who cares? I hope he has to be blocked too. What a fuck nugget. I just went to try to find these tweets. <laughs> it's as big as day. You're blocked. Well. Bye, bitch. What a, Beat it. What a dumbass. Why? Why? How the fuck are you talking about you, mother? Matter of fact, why am I not blocked? Let me block her. Why do you think? Why you, the fuck? The number of Twitter impressions. Is, do you think that's the number of people who actually are like rooting for you, bitch? Is that what you think? And do you think they'll then turn around and give you a dollar? Like, you sound like a child. Ooh, if everybody who looked at this five million... Or like a really, really old person. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same level of delusion. And like, oh, if if, if the five million people each gave me a dollar, I would have a lot of money. Yeah, you could say that. Anybody could say that. Anybody could. You could also... (laughs) You can also get 12 12 CDs a month for a penny, bitch. Come on, BMG. 
and never pay them people money for them cities. Never do it. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Like, oh man, if if three millionaires each gave me two million dollars, I would have six million dollars. Is that and you know the crazy thing is, <laughs> is like the great the whole Grey's Anatomy thing aside outside from of him like like genuinely I think being homophobic he really did get pieced up out of there because of whiteness yeah. not just like Absolutely. because he said some homophobic shit it was like very convenient that white people were like no mix yeah. but then that just transformed into him being like well fuck everybody because they ruined my life and my career and they killed the actor in me and all this other shit but then let it die yeah. beat it don't tell us one day that you're retiring and you can we can actually be free of your shit and all of your acting or entertainment attempts and then be reading Twitter impressions talking about it's, if each one of you give me a quarter then I can make the movie I just made. Bitch, are you are you literally a like a wild card? Yeah. That's my thing. Like you probably did receive harsher treatment than somebody a white man in the same position would have Fully. received. However, do you really expect me to like try to stick up for you or ride for you when you were fully being homophobic. Like that's not up for debate. Like you were, you are the. I didn't call that man a faggot. I said they were trying to act like I was a faggot. Like you know, <laughs> weak, frail, bitch made. <laughs> Assuming I'm one of them sissy ass, pussy ass niggas. Like what? So I didn't, like, I honestly did not even know he had been working since Grey's Anatomy. I don't. He's had a couple of little things. I mean, things I uh, things I don't care about. But I just think it's so weird when y'all get called out for shit that you did, and then decide it's ever the the everything is just oh the world versus you now, and you're just so misunderstood, and you have just been done so like no girl you you actually are a homophobic asshole like you are you are that and so it it just uh i don't know i feel like terry cruz did something similar where that whole situation mm. the way all that went down i just feel like i don't know what it is about black men getting called out publicly for the shit they do and then deciding to go full republican it's just weird to me though and <laughs> Girl, fuck you. Because you know what it is? It's like when when I think black people hold a specific person accountable for certain things or be like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you're tripping. <laughs> Usually because they say some insensitive shit about race yeah. or, like, try to create a double standard or some shit or whatever. Just some shit that does not align with progression for us. Um, white people specifically white Republicans, conservative people will always be like, oh, have you ever rested on a mammy titty? <laughs> they would literally be like, why would you bring that up? <laughs> like, they would literally be like, oh, come over here and rest your bosom in all of this whiteness. We'll give you a platform to be heard. We'll listen. Oh, that's so, why would they do Dumb that to you? You know what I mean? Like, they literally set the trap all of the time. Yeah. For those niggas to then come over here and talk bad about niggas. And so I I just don't know how it continuously happens to mm. black people, especially black people of a certain age, but it does. So 
It's just so... It is what it is. What you're just not going to do is look at Twitter impressions like you are in your 80s. Baby. And say that if everybody Thank gave you, you a dollar, you, you can make that movie that you just shot. That's what we're not doing. Like, do you understand that, so, first of all, these numbers be wildly inflated anyway. Like, I follow people who have private Thank accounts. You. And Twitter will be like, 20 people viewed this tweet and they published it 30 seconds ago. Like, no, they didn't. <laughs> So, first of all, putting a bunch of stock into the views on a tweet is is dumb anyway. But like, do you? But it's also do you not consider that a lot of these are people making fun of you, and then those people getting retweeted and quote tweeted endlessly? Like, yes. this isn't five point two million supporters. This is people laughing at you, and I don't know why you don't. <laughs> it's also a headline for some people who so were weird. at their desk trying to meet their quota. So, like, anybody who was reading, I don't know, Entertainment Tonight or some whatever, whoever posted it, scrolling down around and they see it and go, huh, who's Isaiah Washington? That's a view <laughs> that, like, girl. And why did he... The people that give you, you know, damn dollar. I... And I'll be damned. He has, I just found the GoFundMe and he has raised $11,000. <laughs> <laughs> Off of his one million dollar goal, somebody gave him a thousand dollars. Good for her. Not him donating twenty five dollars to himself. <gasps> I bet you that that person hates freedom. He has multiple thousand. Well, three. He has three people who donate a thousand. One who. And honestly, five, if you want to, wow, 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 wow. If you're interested in the story of Baxter Eves, you're probably better off just watching it on Drunk History when um, Mark Gagliardi did it. I mean, or just, you know, anybody else. I don't, I don't, when I think, when I think, wow, incredibly important, like filmmakers or whatever, I, Isaiah Washington doesn't ever, ever come up for me. So, like, I, somebody else can do this. I wouldn't mind this movie. Just, yeah, no. And elsewhere, somebody else can do it. Like, you're not going to make me watch Isaiah Washington and Stacey Dash and no cowboy hats. I mean, or even snakes. black people from Arkansas or from Muskogee, from Northeast Oklahoma, maybe they should make it. Hmm. Instead of you, like, I'm just saying I don't really, I, I didn't need that movie from Isaiah no. Washington or anything else. Fuck right off. Hmm. Oh, and then lastly, I just wanted to say Whew, I had hoped I was done, at least for now. But that part three of that Potomac reunion, oh, I just have. I'm not even going to get into Robin and that seven minute long pathetic ass bullshit that they tacked on the end of it that we didn't need to know about it because we know that that whole thing is a sham. What I will say is that. <clears throat> It was probably best that they left the topic of colorism in the part two and didn't return to it. I'm guessing on the heels of that discussion (coughs) and a taste of the way that the light and bright of the cast outside of Karen Mm -hmm. um, tried to act like they were, you know, going to dance around it. Miss Candace wanted um to get back into color play (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, specifically when they were discussing the allegations made against her white husband. Um, and, you know, she said something along the lines of Giselle's white looking ass making up lies and her, um, proximity to whiteness or white privilege mm-hmm. being an asset in the types of uh, allegations that she might want to make against someone. So, of course, that was received with a... <laughs> um, and they, you know, wanted to, like, act all offended and confused about what she was talking about. I was over it because I was like, girl, oh, you, you like made up, y'all made up by the skin of your teeth, by the skin of your teeth. This is why you needed somebody else in here to get y'all together on this specific conversation because I felt like it wasn't even that hard to unravel for me after watching it, right? Right. At the, at the base of the conversation, what is being said is, from Candace specifically in that moment is, you are someone who is of a lighter complexion, who, you know, has the bright eyes and all of those other things. Allegations that you make against someone will be, especially when it comes to something like assault or whatever, will be taken more seriously than someone of a darker complexion. Right. That is true. It just is. Mm-hmm. The delivery of it was, like, admittedly inflammatory. Harsh, mean, whatever you want to call it. I mean, that that's housewives. <laughs> uh, it is. Also, like, if you've been trying me and my family all season long, I don't, I'm not going to, like, everybody ain't going to, you know, bake you a cake. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why Wendy tried to say to Candace, like, you know, be mindful of, like, what we just said about how we say things. I would like to think what she was trying to say is, like, your delivery is going to give these heifers the opportunity to do exactly what they just did, which is like, well, you can't say that she looks white. And you can't, well, that's not nice. I don't talk about your skin color. Da, 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 da. And, like, all of this deflection. Yeah. Um... So really, I think it's a chop all around for me, but it's, it's a, a an extra special chop for Giselle Bryant. Yeah. Forever and always. Yeah. First of all, the fact that you looked like a Christmas, like a holiday bobble <laughs> was disgusting <laughs> for three parts, including a 90-minute third part. Um, That for me was offensive, as well as the rest of your lies and you trying to hide behind semantics and act like that man did something incredibly, like, offensive to you and ridiculous to you and whatnot mm-hmm. and doing all this extra and then being like incredibly um convenient with the shit and all this other stuff just dancing around trying to doing what you always do which is start mess incredibly deep damaging mess mm-hmm. and then when it's reunions time you want to open your eyes bambi wide and be like i don't understand why y'all are coming at me like this it's old it's tired just like you and that podcast and <coughs> um, Ooh, <God> damn. <laughs> really, I'm just all the way over it. 
Um, and everybody's insistence on uh, the show to act like they don't know what they, what people are talking about when it comes to light skin privilege. Because even Darby wanted oh, to be yeah. like, oh, Ashley Cat. Oh, after she just admitted, like, oh, yeah, I understand that I'm privileged as a light-skinned woman. Then, so, yeah, what she said was mean. Mm-hmm. But y'all say mean shit about each other all the time. And most of the shit that y'all, mean shit that y'all say ain't even true. Yeah. You just say it to say it. And isn't Ashley mixed on top of that? I'm pretty sure she is mixed. So, yeah. uh, God bless anybody trying to talk to these Potomac hoes about colorism, because... <laughs> I really can especially Robin Dixon, I wouldn't even be able to pretend to entertain that. I really wouldn't. I couldn't, I could not do it with Robin, especially. I'm not gonna pretend to entertain that the same way that you want to act like your husband mm-hmm. pretended to entertain that woman that came into town <laughs> at that hotel. Go you want to pretend. Yeah. Okay, like he wasn't doing no entertainment. Oh, she just came in and lost her wallet, so he went down to the hotel and paid for it and bounced. Oh, Robin, you sound fucking dumb. I would have just told PB. I would have just said he beat. It was fucked up. <laughs> we 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 fought about it. We went up and down or whatever. But I decided to stay with that nigga. What y'all gonna do about yeah. it? Yeah, cause nothing. <laughs> but you trying to poorly lie. And of course you want to, oh, what? And I mean, you know what else annoyed the fuck out of me? When she was like, they asked her the question about the player, one of Juan's players who, you know, alleged that the assistant manager or whatever, like, catfished him and assaulted him and blackmailed him and all this other stuff when Juan turned a blind eye. We've talked about that. They asked Robin about that during the reunion. And of course, she was like, oh, you know, lawsuit, we can't talk about it, which I knew she was going to do. But later, when they were talking to Karen and Ray, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, speaking of like, you know, lawsuits and like, and people, you know, having allegations about husbands and stuff, I felt like, Karen, when you said that Juan hugged you tight and so tight that your breast touched your back or whatever, that you were trying to say that he sexually assaulted you. So do you want to clear that up, girl? What we're not going to do, what we're not going to do, sis, what we're not going to do, sis, Mm -hmm. is take something that was obviously not supposed to be interpreted as sexual assault and tackle that alongside your your husband's open case okay and act as if it's supposed to somehow aid in Girl. these allegations of him not doing right mm-hmm. that's what we're not going to do because mama clearly was not trying to say that he assaulted her <laughs> what she said was that he hugged her super tight and it was inappropriate Stop let you and an other one be playing these games with words and they're trying to act like you don't know them. Mm. We're not doing that. Y'all and too I old. Respect, I do not respect it. I do not. Everybody's grown. Choose your words carefully. Stand behind them hoes or apologize and restate it if you said something and didn't mean it. But your words you, I mean, matter. They just matter. <laughs> We talk about a franchise, a TV show with women who are literally doing hard time for like stealing <laughs> money from families and shit like that. Your husband can cheat on you and you yeah. can eat there. It's fine. That's a, a whole lot of people's storyline. 
Be glad he cheated. But you want to he play it right. You want to come on here and play games and try to insult people's motherfucking intelligence and bad downs and hair and makeup at that. Beat it. Mm. Beat it. Woo. And that's it. I'm done. Yes. I don't know why, but this reminds me of All Stars 4 when Gia Gunn tried to pick that fight with Pheromone. And Pharaoh was like, you're literally over here trying to stir shit up for the sake of a storyline. Like, you're opportunistic and we don't all have to do these stunts and and play these games to get featured on the yeah, show. Yeah, that didn't work out for It, <laughs> it did not work us. out for Gia. <laughs> it, it very much that did not. That was not the editing. <laughs> Gia <laughs> thought that was going to go one way and it went the opposite way, nigga. <laughs> When she said that shit, I was like, what are you doing here, Robin? That is not this. <laughs> For some reason, Robin acting like that reminds me of that. Like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you uh, talking about? Okay, well. As far as I'm concerned, all y'all make yourselves look But crazy. we knew that was going to be a trick. Is there a part four to this reunion? Please say it's over. Hell no, okay. it's done. Thank God. All Thank right. God. But I'm sure next season's going to be a mess and crazy know. or whatever. And I'll be pressured <laughs> and accounted for to thing. be aggravated all over again. It's entertaining. It's, and that is the point. That is why Andy does what he does. And he knows what he is doing. Whether you but like you it can or be not. entertaining and not be like a pitiful and pathetic liar. You can. You can. And bad at it. Very true bad at it like if you're gonna be a villain and like a hot mess villain who like admittedly is like i stir a mess and i cause problems or whatever like chew him up chris is on here and talk about what tell me what you did you did everything to me <laughs> and like like you could have like i don't know like lean into yeah. it don't sit there and be acting like i don't know what you're talking about i didn't say anything i just whatever i never said that don't say that like lean into it tell some like some more lies if you're gonna start with them like i don't like these bitches be really hung up over men too, though. So, but that is another conversation for another day. Because yeah, why Robin true. even married that man when he acted so fucking disgusted by her presence? But anyway, 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 not trying to open those doors, go back down those roads, but let them hoes rest until Andy brings them back for another round of bullshit. So, well, they will once again look tacky, and and we, Giselle will never learn, and and that's fine. <laughs> And so reasonably fun. haggard. It's working. It's working for her. So reasonably downtrodden. Yeah, whoop de whoop. No, all the Fenty one hundreds and two hundreds have been showing their ass. Though that's that's not new. So that is going to wrap up this week's episode of the show. Check us out on social media at this is the read. Our website is this is the read You can find our merch over at shop the read. Our Patreon at patreon.com slash the r e a d. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any announcements this week, but I don't think I do. Do you, friend? I'm looking through the text messages trying to see if somebody told us to say something. No, I don't think I have any announcements this week. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes, take care of yourselves and each other. We will see y'all next week. <laughs>